welcome to my show, The Thriving Woman. I am your host, Carmel Austin, founder of Carmel's Garden. I will be sharing keys about journeying into wholeness and forming healthy hearts. Tune in to hear amazing stories of people around the world who will uplift and encourage you to be your authentic self. I so look forward to seeing you in there. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Thriving Woman. Today I have my friend Brenda on. She lives in Tasmania and she is an artist like me. Brenda and I are both in a group called Kingdom Women Entrepreneurs and it's such a blessing to be part of that group. Once a month I often see Brenda come online as well and we share our life together, we pray together and we encourage each other. I find that when Brenda shares she has such a deep um, knowledge of wisdom and encouragement for us ladies and that blesses my heart so much. But today as well, I want to talk to Brenda about her artist journey and her life and the things that are in her heart and the things that she's doing on her entrepreneur journey. So welcome, Brenda, to my show. Thank you so much, Carmel. It's so good to be here. And I really, you know, um, the internet has been a blessing, you know, at some time. Um, it gets you connected to so many different people and you being one of them. And if it wasn't for our little groups, I probably would never have met you. That's right. So really good. And I just love that the world has become a smaller place where we can get to connect with each other. It's really great. So, Brenda, um, please share with my audience what inspires you to create. Um. Do you know, I think for me, I have always been somebody that searches for meaning in everything. And sometimes it can cause quite a few arguments in my family and everything else because um, they often say to me, why do you always have to make things so deep? Why do you have to get into such depth in conversation? And I say to them, that's just who I am. I love to have conversations with people where I can really um, find out and dig a little deeper and not just dig a deep, a little bit deeper, but learn. It's, it's as if every person that I meet has a little message somehow for me. So I often find meaning in things, whether it's out in nature, whether it is connecting with people, whether it's in my home, talking to my family. I'm always looking for that something that can add meaning to my life. And so I think that's where my inspiration comes from. It's the wanting to be able to share those deeper thoughts, the, um, the ideas, the joy, the, the fascination, the everything that I find from the meaning that I derive from the world around me. And that's what I want to share with people. Also, extreme sadness and grief. I do get my inspiration from the challenges that I've gone through in life and worked through. And then the feeling of being that overcomer, that feeling of, gosh, do you know what? I actually made it. I've moved through this difficult season in my life, and this is who I've become in the process. What if 
what I have can help somebody else. And that inspires me. And I try and put it into my paintings and I try and put it into my books and I try and put it into my engagement with others. Everything that I do, it's like I want to make a difference and inspire others. Oh, that's so beautiful, Brenda. You actually sound very similar to me. I've been through a lot of grief in my life and walked through a lot of pain. And I found that, you know, I was helping others walk through their pain and their grief. And when I'm being creative and fun and full of life, I want everyone to join in that as well. But if someone's hurting, you know, I want to sit down beside them and, and be with them and be in that place with them. And, and, you know, you know, with someone who's having a birthday, one of my paintings behind me, I went to my girlfriend's, um, dinner, a, a birthday painting. Uh, uh, evening and I would normally never spend money like that being an artist but it was so much fun and then I had somebody ask me to paint them a picture and they paid me for it so you know you just don't know what's going to come out of it and the inspiration and the and what it's done for me it just uplifts you and makes you feel good and you want everyone to join in on that so Brenda um With that creativity, what is it that you are finding that you are doing with, you talked about writing books and being creative and, um, you know, what is it that you, that really drives you to go to your studio and create each day? Do you know, um, I, I don't think that a person must wait until they're inspired ever to get into their studio. You know, a year or so ago, well, actually more than a year or so ago, a couple of years ago, I was, um, one of the reasons I got into painting full time was because I got to a crossroads in my life. And I think um, my life and my business. And I think at that point in time, I was just looking for something that could just take me out of the place that I felt like I was in, and that was art. So I enrolled for a a year-long program, which actually takes you from zero to professional artist within one year, and it teaches you the basics, everything from color theory, everything from placement to composition to you name it is in this, this program. But one of the things that I learned while in this program was that, and um, Picasso actually said it, he said, um, inspiration will find you working. And that simply means is that um, as human beings, you know, um, I have a background in neuroscience. I've got a background in business. I'm very, you know, um, my bra- I'm, have been in the personal and professional development space for 12, 13 years, um, you know, I eat, drink this stuff. And so when I heard that quote, I realized that as human beings, it's not in our nature to naturally be motivated to do everything. And we take the comfortable route. We are creatures of comfort, which means that if things get too hard, oftentimes we step back. And what art has taught me and what this program has taught me is that um, you need to show up and then inspiration strikes. And that's exactly what Picasso said. If he had to wait for the day that he felt inspired to go and work or inspired to paint or inspired to write and, you know, inspired to 
make a difference, he would not do that. You know, it just doesn't come naturally. You have to be, um, um, you have to schedule it. Yes. You have to be disciplined. You have to be committed. So once I had decided that I was going to become a professional artist, you know, I, every day, whether it is just to go and clean a brush, whether it is just to vacuum my studio, whether it is just to make one mark on a canvas, whether it is to work in my art journal and make a doodle, or whether it is actually to start a new painting. As long as you are doing something, inspiration will come. And you will see that from there, ideas flow, and then painting is a joy. It is easy. It is amazing. It is something that just fuels you and um, allows your the energy that you have to be distributed and translated onto canvas. Oh, that's an amazing explanation. And it's so true, Brenda. I um, I quilt as well as um, I do my art. And um, I often will go with friends to a quilting show and I'll see a picture and get an idea. And then I'll come home and I draw it up, I think about it, I find what I want to do and then I create a quilt that is meaning to me and or for a gift for somebody. But that's how it starts with an idea, a picture, and it grows in you. And it's interesting um, that, you know, we all find that. It's often, you know, we have to allow that creative part of ourselves to um, blossom and shine and it's just those little things that we do each day so is there a project that you're working on at the moment that um, you can share with my audience that you are finding that it just you know give them a little bit of a process of a couple of steps of what it is that you're doing that inspire that you could inspire them with oh my goodness um do you know i love to talk so and i love to share <laughs> so for me that question is like it's a loaded question because <laughs> Where do I start? Do you know, um, I am working on so many things at the moment. And um, that's just who I am. Um, my personality is definitely not the same as anybody else's. And so in saying that, I don't want anybody to feel like, oh, my goodness, I need to be doing all of these things yes, at once. Yes, absolutely. I get it. Yeah, you know yourself. And so basically, if you know yourself, you know as well how much, you know, where your boundaries are and what you can actually achieve within the time that you have available. But I work on a lot of things at once. So if we go down to my studio and I had to show you what I'm working on in terms of art, I'm currently, I probably have four or five different pieces Um, in different stages that I'm working on because um, one of the things that we've been taught again is that you can actually utilize your art as a little bit of a production line. So instead of working on one piece at at one time, you know, you've got your, uh, your paint out, you've got everything out. You might as well utilize the tools that you have to start a few different pieces. 
and allow what needs to come to come to be able to put onto those pieces, which means that you've constantly got something which you can deliver to your audience. It's the same with my books. I'm currently writing um, three books at the moment, and they're all very beginning stages. One of them is a devotional. It's called a Moti devotional for women, and it's written by Christian businesswoman for Christian businesswoman. Um, I probably have um, three, not even a few devotionals still to add to it. And then it's ready, but I've been dragging my feet on this because I haven't felt like it's the right time for me to have that released yet. I'm also working on a book called Positioned to Prosper. And um, this is actually a passion project of mine because I believe that, um, you know, as Christian businesswoman or as a Christian businesswoman myself, uh, many times throughout my life, um, I would self-sabotage. I would get myself starting something and stopping and not continuing purely because of the, the self-doubt, the thoughts that would go through my mind where I would believe I'm not good enough. It's not going to be accepted. What will people think of me? You all know, you know, that little bit of mind chatter that goes on that stops you in your tracks from fulfilling that which is actually part of your destiny. And so for me, um, this book, Position to Prosper, is a book all about um, the fact that without us having to really try, we already have been positioned mm. in the kingdom mm. with the abilities to prosper. Mm. We have already, we are already, you know, um, what is the word? Um, we are children of the king. And that in itself already provides us with the platform of prosperity, of prospering, not just prosper. And I'm not talking about money. I'm no. talking about we are prospering yes. as human beings, you know, as daughters of the king, um, as Christian businesswomen, as mothers, as friends, as people who connect with a greater audience, our health. Um, everything we prosper because of who we are, you know, of the position that we have, of the power that already resides within us. And the book is really to remind people of that identity part of who we are and what we are actually, actually capable of, not in our own strength, but his. So those are some of the things that I'm working on. In addition to that, I'm also a um, a business consultant. So I consult and I um, I sell businesses. Um, you know, you can say that's sort of like my daytime bit, if you can put it um, that way. So I, um, and I'm quite successful in selling businesses as well. And I often coach um, many entrepreneurs, many businesswomen. That's how I started my business in 2011 was as a business coach. And those are the things that I do. Um, other than being a mum, and a wife, and a friend, and, you know, a confidant, and all of those things, um, I, I feel that um, part of my personality allows for me to be involved in all of this. You know, in neuroscience, we basically say we have certain um, domains, driving forces, and oftentimes those driving forces, if we understand what they are, and what drives us, we will know how true that is to our personality. And one of my driving forces is the, the love of variety. 
I love to do a lot of things, a lot of different things, be involved with a lot of different things. And so there is an upside to it. There is also a downside to it. And so it's being able to manage and balance the two so that you don't get bogged down, burnt out, um, you know, distressed, stressed out and all of those things. And so, you know, that is it. Know yourself first and then you'll know what you're capable of. Well, absolutely, Brenda. You know, like in in the middle of the pandemic, I decided to take a risk on myself. I'd had my business since 2010. I knew that there were multiple calls on my life. I call it like God's gifts on my life. And, you know, he's given me 10 different talents and I'm not burying any of them. And I, I have the same sort of personality as you where I'm doing this and that and I'm doing my books and I'm asking people into um, my latest book, The Artist's View, and I've been, um, you know, part of my co-author book, uh, Just Say No as well, and I'm painting and sewing and cooking and creating, and I think some people just go, how do you do it all? And it's like, that's who I am. That's the way God created me to be. I love to, you know, spend time with my grandchildren and spend time with friends, but as well too, you know, I'm coaching now too as a certified life coach, a wholeness coach. So it's learning to, you know, do those things and do them well and not drain yourself. You know, for me, it's getting up and going to the gym and, um, exercising and walking but like yesterday I said to you earlier Brenda I just stayed home all day and watched Netflix and rested and I needed to do that and now today I feel so much better but yesterday I thought I could have died you know because I was so tired but you know that's I think our personalities we're like that and you know people just go how are you doing all that and it's like well I've always been like that. I've always had my hand in, you know, in every pie, <laughs> as to say. But, you know, it's one, it's it's okay. And I think today in our society, we, we need to be our authentic selves. We need to shine mm. who we are and how God created us to be. And, you know, I have my, you know, I have lots of different things that I'm doing as well and I love it. I, um have a dream to, I'm doing a local artist book as well of people here in the Shell Haven and I'm doing my international book that I just launched and I'm doing a heritage book about my family too. And so, you know, we have all these things and I'm creating and sewing and painting and and it just brings me alive. And I find that when the mood takes me, I go and do what, I want to do, whether it's cleaning my house or doing something that I need to do, I tend to follow that. And because I've got so many different things on the go, I I can go and do those things. And if I don't want to do it, I sit and watch Netflix or I, you know, take the dog for a walk or I just sit and read or pray or listen to some music. So that's amazing. Brenda, you've got a very similar um, outlook and personality as what I do. And of course, we really haven't chatted before. So yeah, it's really lovely that um, 
you know, God seems to be connecting me with like-minded women and, you know, we can encourage each other and, and um, highlight each other's talents and gifts. And, and I know at times too, I have all those voices. I help a lot of my women with sabotaging thoughts. Oh, is this going to work? Uh, uh, you know, if I, should I have stepped out in this? Am I going to have the faith? Oh, and I go, come all, think about your mind. What are you saying to yourself? Start speaking out positive things because, you know, this is your baby that you're birthing and you need to be really positive about that. So, yeah, it's really exciting. I've it seen some of your beautiful um, artwork, Brenda. So when you're sitting and you are maybe doing a drawing or just in that space, what is it that you find um that's the most enjoyable for you well um i love faces and for me um i'm always interested in there is just something about a face but more so probably the eyes so i'm really drawn to wanting to capture um faces of people yet um it's something that i haven't done much of purely because i I also have a resistance to doing it. So I've gravitated a lot towards abstract work at the moment. And um, when I'm sitting there, one of my processes of just getting into it is just to being able to let go. Um, I think as women, we are on the go all the time. We have, many of us have families. Many many of us have, um, you know, um, other businesses I don't just have one you know I'm, I'm constantly out there and it's to be able to find that space where you can just release and not want to control an outcome because often we do and I think um you know um wanting to control conversations wanting to control um what something looks like so, um wanting to control how things need to be whether it's in family, in business, is oftentimes what gets us stuck. And so what I've learned is that when I go down into my studio, I need to actually put aside everything. And it's almost like drawing a line in the sand and stepping over and trusting that if I let go of control, if I let go of how things need to be, how my picture needs to look, um, what the outcome needs to be, I actually paint better. And um, the colors fuse better. It's almost like I've got out of my own way and I've allowed that which is in me to express itself so much better um, than trying to control every little line, every little mark, every little color, blending everything as well. And so to me, that's very important is being able to go into the studio and just to, to pray, to um, know that the space that I've created, okay, is a space that is safe. It's the space that the best of me is going to come out. And that's because I'm connected to the Holy Spirit that flows through me. You know, oftentimes I finish something and I look at my, and I think, I, I didn't do that, you know, and yes, I did. Um, it's my hands that did it. 
but it is because of the prompting of the Holy Spirit. It is because of being in tune with what he wants to say through me. And so, um, you know, um, that's, uh, I know that probably these answers sound so airy-fairy, Carmel, because um, I was very much um, a control freak, wanting to control every outcome possible. And, you know, um, I've learned that actually, um, if I don't try and control it and I live in the unknown and allow God to work through me, then better outcomes come about because he wants better for me than what I want for me. He knows um, what I, he knows what my gifts and talents are better than what I know what my gifts and talents are. And he knows how to apply them in the world and in my art better than what I know how to apply them. So therefore, it's to take my foot off that pedal, that, you know, the, or my hands off the wheel and to say, you guide me. I trust you. And it's difficult. I can tell you now, um, it is difficult for me to do that at times. So, and, and there are times when I don't allow him, um, you know, in, and I don't allow him to help me. And I can see it. I can see when I have been um, so controlling over a situation. And so it's, it's, it's knowing that when I go into that space, it's trusting the same as in a business. It's like you're in your business at the moment. And it is, um, you know, God, it's not my business. It isn't. It is yours. So if it is your business, then I need to trust you and allow, you know, in allowing me to steward it, because that's all you are in this business, is you are really a steward for the gifts that he's given you to provide a service to the world. And I think if we can take that into, you know, everything else as well, you know, um, to let go, that phrase, to let go and to let God, I really think we will be better off for it. I think that we will be more at peace. I think we will be stronger human beings. I think we will, uh, we will learn to rely on him so much more and to realize that nothing we can do in our own strength is as good as what can be done when we do it in his. Yes, uh, absolutely right, Brenda. And as you were talking, you were reminding me of a lot of things that I've done over my life. I'm, I'm very prophetic. I see a lot of things in the spirit. And something that has really stuck in me is that there's creativity in up above, in the up in the heavens, and you know everybody is pulling it down. Whether you know it's from God or or you know people refer to the universe, but you know we know that all that creativity is up there, and we're just pulling it down. We're pulling down those ideas. We're pulling down those things. I know that it's my Father God and the Holy Spirit who's guiding me, and you know, and there's so much out there for us to, um, you know, link into. And one of the things too is that, you know, I find that when I'm using my art, it is art therapy. It's healing mm. for me. It's time for me. It's time to express who God created me to be and not feel confined to what other people say about you or think about you or do about you because I've grown up in a very large multicultural family and I was the youngest and I was probably the loudest 
but I was the loudest because I felt like I had to fight for my justice or fight for things. And then, you know, when I was a teenager, I realised that I didn't have to do that. I had God on my side. I grew up in a Christian home, but I needed to find it for myself. And it's still 30 odd years later, I'm still on that journey of discovery and learning that it's okay to be yourself. It's okay to be in your creative space and to be who you are and to be your authentic self. And that's why I started The Thriving Woman. I have a group on Facebook called The Thriving Woman as well. There's nearly 200 ladies in there. And I started my TV and podcast show out of my book, um, just say no they offered me this opportunity i had to get up at four o'clock in the morning and i just thought you know what i think i this is what i want to do and in the process my father was passing away and um that was a really hard time for me i know brenda recently you just lost your mum as well and god asked me to rest all of july and i it gave me time to think about well, what is it that I want to do? Not what someone else is doing, not what they are advertising, but who am I? And why am I going to do this show? And what's the reason for this show? Mm. And at the end of it, I think I was driving my husband a little bit crazy because I was bored and I had been trying to rest and not, you know, be in that multiple headspace like I am every day and doing lots of things. And, um, you know, and I, and I then chose to take on um, this role as a TV and podcast host. And I'm learning along the way. And it's just been an absolute privilege to um, invite my friends who have been in my book with me and then women that I've met who are in um, the same journey as me and I just love that we can connect like you said because of the internet and the things that we're doing and we as we dream and allow those dreams to come up it's a step of faith um, when we do that and you know I think too I've been you know a very established businesswoman too where I sell a lot of products and a lot of people know me. So it's just, but it's, I think too, it's a new layer of who we are when we're doing our art and in that expression of going, you know, I actually struggled. I had a friend ask me to reproduce the painting behind me and it wasn't as fun as when I did the first yeah. one. The first one I was there just painting away, having fun, just being creative. The second time it was so nerve wracking trying to reproduce something because I'm not, I don't even reproduce the same, um, the same recipe each time I cook. And people will ask me for a recipe and I go, oh, but I do it different every time. And I don't think that we should reproduce something mm -hmm. else or someone else. And that's what it sounds like what you do. You just go into that space and you see that, you know, I'm looking at some of the things that you shared with me about transformation and hearts and minds and helping people reconnect 
to their lost dreams and being creative and being them, themselves. Would you like to little, share a little bit as we're just wrapping up with my audience about that? Absolutely. Um, while you were speaking, I was just thinking, um, I'm so glad that you didn't reproduce that original piece 100%. Because um, every piece, the same way, um, we are so unique. Okay, um, we have a different thumbprint, we've got different thoughts. Yes, in general, we might come across as being the same, but we are very unique in our approaches. And your painting is very unique, the first one. The first one you did with a certain energy. And so when you try and recreate that, it doesn't feel as authentic. So, But it doesn't mean that the second one isn't an original. It is it just has a different feel to it. So what I, bringing that back to us as humans, um, you know, basically, um, and reconnecting people to their dreams, I think that um, um, being an artist is an extremely vulnerable profession Mm -hmm. because your art is really an expression of who you are, your innermost being. And so when you put your art out there into the marketplace or for people to see, sometimes it can almost feel like you are bearing a little bit of your soul. Mm -hmm. It is like you showing somebody a part of yourself, okay, and they may reject it. They may... They may um, not like it. They may critique it, okay? And as humans... Sometimes a person takes that personally. And I want to say that we shouldn't, okay? And it's difficult not to, but this is something that we can learn. We can start before we're ready and we can continue to put our vulnerable selves, irrespective of what industry you are in. If you are in sales, if you are in art, if you are writing a book, if you are in business, if you are showing up every day just to serve and help somebody to do it vulnerably. And that doesn't mean vulnerability does not mean that you open up your closet and you bear all of your what your whatever it is. Vulnerability means that you show up as yourself in an authentic way and in a way which is true to who you have been created to be. And not to take personally what other people say about you because that's their opinion and that's their business. And it has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with them. But for you to keep on showing up, because oftentimes, because as a result of the fears that we have as um, of, um, I can't do, show my work because what will people say? Or I can't do this because somebody else has done it before. Or what if they think I've copied somebody else? Or what if it's not original enough? Or what if it's been done before? Or um, in, what, it's irris- irrespective of all of that. If you just keep on showing up with your work, all right, and you, in doing so, change one thought, one person's point of view, you connect with one person's heart or have one person reconnect to their dream of perhaps being an artist, a businesswoman, writing a book, having a TV show, a podcast, then you have done what you have been purposed to do here on earth. And I think that's important for us to remember is that each of us, no matter who we are, we have a dream. We have. We've often suppressed that dream because we've been told 
It's stupid. Oh, that's just in your imagination. Who are you to think that you can even do something like that? And so we've taken and we've diminished ourselves, our capabilities, and our dreams to fit in a tiny little box. We've taken that little box and we've put it in the bottom of the drawer and we've forgotten it there. And I want to remind people today that it's time for you to go and find the box and to open it up and to allow that dream to come out and then to nurture it. And will it be scary? Yes, it will be. Um, you know, nothing in the world worth, worth having, um, there is effort, there is time, there is, there is energy, there is, there is things that we need to overcome to be able to get to where we need to be. And sometimes it means taking the first step. So start before you are ready even though you might be afraid or you might think or wonder what people are saying about you. It's got nothing to do with you. You start and you put yourself out there and you watch how you grow as a human being and how your gifts intentionally or unintentionally impact the world because they do. They really do. Thank you, Brenda, for sharing that. That is so true. You know, like, I had a dream in my heart for decades to write. And when this opportunity came up for me to be in my co-author book, I felt God say to me, take it up. This is your, your road. You know, this is for you to do this. And then to become an international best-selling author is such a privilege to go there. And then to have my TV and podcast show, I've been having to step up those steps up onto that stage of faith and you know it's so true I've had to put aside what other people think other people's opinions and just go with those things in my heart because I don't want to you know get to the other side and know that I've not opened that box I've you know and I've not been doing the things that God has called me to do and it's interesting you know I've just signed up as well a few months ago on Father's Day with a friend of mine, another coach, and um, I'm doing a paragraph in a book of, called Superwoman, and I talk about that, kicking out of the box, the box of confinement and what, you know, doing the things that you are meant to do. And so, you know, we're, we're, we're all on that journey together. And so, you know, thank you so much for coming today and being vulnerable with my audience and just going with the flow and sharing your heart and where we're at. I would like to thank my sponsor, Susan Curtin at the Art Hub. She is an amazing friend and supporter. She sponsors my show. So if there's anyone out there who'd like to join with me as well with sponsoring with my shows, I'd love to hear from you. And I would just like to say I'll see you again in another show and God bless you all for joining me today.